0: Welcome to The Beauty Formula, where we go behind the scenes with skincare formulators and beauty innovators. Here you will get an intimate look into their personal journey to success and their beauty formulations from inception to creation. In this episode, we will be chatting with the extraordinary founder of Truth Treatments, pharmacist Ben Knight Fuchs. So what do you recommend that people use? as like a daily routine. topically
1: topically, uh-huh. high dose fatty vitamin c number one mm-hmm. uh, high dose retinol used intelligently Int- that's a key used intelligently i my truth retinol five percent gel is a ridiculous amount of retinol as you know there are people yep, who okay. say that can't be well it is okay all the time but, right That can't <laughs> be that can't be. I say right?
0: it's gonna be a prescription then. It's gonna be yeah, a exactly. explain to them how Yeah, that must be a
1: mistake. It's yep. 0.5. No, it's five point, not 0. 0.5. But there's also, Courtney, 25% vitamin C in it. Yeah, no. That's crazy. That's like other people's superstar hero. I yeah, put that in my exactly. retinal. You know, because I want my client to have the most incredible results. I'm not playing. I'm a pharmacist, I respect ingredients, I respect you and your skin, I ain't playing. This isn't a joke for me, this is serious for me. And so uh, retinol, high concentration strategically, high dose vitamin C, some kind of alpha hydroxy acid, you need to stimulate the epidermis by disrupting the barrier. I know there's people who say don't disrupt the barrier, you know what I say to them? That's like telling somebody not to go to the gym. Because Mm -hmm. disrupting the barrier is the cutaneous equivalent of lifting weights disrupting the barrier, sends signals down to the cells to grow. And if you use alpha hydroxy acids, which I like the most, you also get the benefits of that all important hydrogen ion, which is the acid. So the acid creates a stimulatory effect and the exfoliation creates a stimulatory effect, which is why I like alpha hydroxy acids more than other exfoliating agents. And there's lots of them. There's mm-hmm. lots of chemicals you could use. There's also uh, There's enzymes and there's scrubbers and there's uh, pumice and microdermabrasion and you know uh, washcloth shaving. There's lots of ways to disrupt the stratum corneum. It is a must every bit as much as exercise is. Not only and when you do it with uh, alpha hydroxy acids, you get that stimulus from the acid and you restore the skin likes an acidic pH on top of everything else. So uh, disruption of the stratum corneum also uh, helps uh, helps active ingredients penetrate further when you put them on after disruption. So if you use an alpha hydroxy acid toner, like our, our truth energizing exfoliator, uh, first, you then get, uh, before your truth, truth transdermal C bomb or truth transdermal C serum, you get better penetration. So not only does it de- de- uh, exfoliate to turn on the growth of cells, it also delivers hydrogen ions to get them going and, or, or acid we'll call it, And then also, it acts as a a delivery aid by disrupting the stratum corneum a little bit. And then there's a really cool ingredient, which I know you know because you've heard me say this: are the polyelectrolytes. And the polyelectrolytes are absolutely phenomenal active ingredients that are not treated. Unfortunately, in the world of nutrition, in the world of uh, skincare, they're not treated uh, as well as they as well as they should be, in my opinion. And in the world of food, internal supplementation, they're not treated as uh, with the respect they deserve. And in food, they're not treated with the respect they deserve, these polyelectrolytes. These polyelectrolytes are long strings of atomic elements. If you look in the periodic table, you've got all the boxes with all the elements in there, right? B and C and N and O and S. Those are, each one of those is an atom, technically, or an element. And in, on planet Earth, many of these elements are squished together in what we call rocks or minerals. Rocks and minerals are useless to us as nutritional substances. You can't eat a rock you can't uh, get a biochemical effect from a mineral or a rock. Those are, those are a bunch of these elements stuck together. But if you could figure out how to separate the elements out from a rock and string them along a necklace like a bead, you would have a powerful nutritional supplement. And while human beings don't know how to do that, there are bacteria that know how to do that. They're called lithotropes, which is Latin for stone eaters, literally. And they'll eat the earth. They eat the minerals, the rocks, the stones. And they secrete out these long chains of atomic elements that now have incredible properties. These long chains of electronic elements are called electrolytes or technically polyelectrolytes, poly meaning many. So you've heard of electrolytes, obviously. If you're sick or you uh, have some kind of uh, health issue, you go to the hospital, they will stick electrolytes in your blood or if you're in right before surgery, they'll make sure your electrolytes are up because electrolytes are very powerful elements that interact with liquid, specifically in the blood, in the body, but they they interact with all liquids. And when they interact with liquids, they create amazing electromagnetic substances. And these polyelectrolytes, via their electromagnetic properties can pull in or attract amino acids. They can attract in fatty acids. They can attract in vitamins. They can attract in phytonutrients. And they form these, these, Incredibly intricate complexes that are made up of nutrients, and these nutrients and these complexes, these these electrical elements and vitamins and minerals, these wonderful natural organic nutritional supplements, are how a plant eats. A plant will suck these substances up from the soil into its into its root system, and then these complexes go into the plant through the root system, and they'll they'll actually open up a cell. They have The cells have little gates on them called voltage gates, literally. And these voltage gates, I like to think of as garage doors. The These fulvic nutrient complex act like garage door openers. They open up the cell's voltage gate, they dump their payload in, and that's how the cell gets nutriated from these fulvic nutrient complexes. These fulvic nutrient complexes are incredible delivery systems for nutrients, and they're incredible nutrients. So I got to thinking... Well, gosh, if these things have an ability to open up voltage gates, maybe they could do something for the skin. And it turns out they do wonderful things for the skin. And they especially do these wonderful things for the skin after the skin has been stressed. The skin and cells interpret acid as a stress. Have you heard people say, oh, uh, you, gotta, you can't have too, that food is acid forming, or I'm producing too much acid. You ever hear that alkalizer oh, yeah. dye kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Acid is associated with stress. Acid is associated with uh, a deterioration. Acid is associated with death and disease. So you say, why do I put acid on the skin then? You ever wonder that? Why is acid good for the skin if everybody's saying acid is bad for you? Well, it turns out acid is not bad for you. Acid is just stressful for you. And acid accumulates when a cell is under duress. Acid is a sign that a cell is working really hard. Well, we know if you go to the gym, if you're lifting weights, you lift weights until you feel the what? Burn. Burn, right? (laughs) What is that burn? That burn is acid. It's lactic acid. Mm -hmm. That burn is a sign that cells are under duress, but we know that that burn will make you stronger because the cells respond more acid, muscle cells, with more muscle tissue, with more connective tissue, with more good stuff. That's how we grow. We grow under condition of stress, but... Stress has to be balanced with rest. Mm-hmm. Stress has to be to have enough energy. There has to be enough energy. There has to be enough raw materials so that the stress can activate a, a chemical reaction to make something happen. And that's where polyelectrolytes come in. See, stress is positive ions. You just think of a plus sign. Acid is a plus sign. I don't know if you had biochemistry. You, probably, you must have chemistry and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah right? So you know acid is hydrogen, which is a plus sign, right? Uh-huh. So whenever you have lactic acid or you never have alpha hydroxy acids on your skin, which I love, you're delivering plus signs to skin cells. Guess what poly electrolytes are? Negative, negative signs. Exactly. We call them negative ions. In hospitals, they'll put a negative ion generator because it turns out we're all under stress. In hospitals are just doing our jobs, And when we're under stress, we're accumulating positive charges, positive ions. So that's why anything you can do to deliver negative ions to your body is going to help turn stress into growth. So you want to be giving yourself these negative ions wherever possible. Not only do you need, but you don't need a negative ion generator to do it. Do you ever go to the beach, Courtney? Guess what's at the beach? Negative ions. Really? The ocean is a negative ion sink. The sand. Is a negative mm. ion delivery system. That's why you walk barefoot in the sand. In fact, walking barefoot in the dirt is a way to get negative ions because the earth is streaming negative ions in through it fr- from its core. Negative ions are found in nature, in forests. In Japan, if you're depressed, which is a sign of too much positive ions or too much acidity, they write a prescription for forest bathing. They say, here, go lie in the forest two <laughs> days a week, three hours a day. Shinrin Yiku, they call it. What else? Cut grass. If you cut grass, you love the smell of cut grass. Guess what that's. Guess what that releases when you cut grass? Negative ions. Do you ever smell uh, after it rains? You know that delicious mm-hmm. smell after it rains? Guess what that delicious smell is? Negative ions. Wow. And by the way, in nature outside, when a positive ion and a negative ion meet, you know what we call that?
0: Hmm. Lightning. Wow.
1: Lightning is positive ions and negative ions meeting. And when you do it in the cell or in the tissue, you get miniature lightning. And that's why all my alpha hydroxy acid products, back, bar, and front end, our truth energizing exfoliator, I call it an energizing exfoliator for a reason, uh, they all have a combination of positive from the acid ions and negative from polyelectrolyte ions to create voltage. And that's why we get effects with our alpha hydroxy acid peels and our truth-energizing exfoliator without getting irritation or inflammation, which is very unusual because people think Mm -hmm. the two would go together, but not when negative ions follow positive ions. And that's the polyelectrolyte story. That's the fourth ingredient after alpha hydroxy acids and vitamin C and vitamin A that you need for the skin. There's some secondary ingredients to look for. And I say secondary because they're not essential. Polyelectrolytes, essential. Alpha hydroxy acids, pseudo-essential. Vitamin C, retinol, essential. What's not essential is um, peptides, although maybe they'll help. What's not essential are growth factors, although maybe they'll help. And that gets to the most important point for me as a healthcare professional, and that is that I am a healthcare professional. I'm not a beauty professional. I don't know anything about beauty. I mean, I know what I like, but I don't know anything about all the techniques that women do and the makeup and the procedures and I don't know any of that. I know the cell and I know health. And I know how to make the, the cell healthy, inside or out. And I know how to make the skin healthy so that the beauty will follow. And to me, if you want to be healthy, it's those main, if you want your skin to be healthy, it's those main four ingredients. Everything else may or may not help. And they're certainly not, certainly not going to help the health of the skin, although they may help, they may or may not have a, a positive effect on the beauty. But for the health of the tissue, the health of the skin cells, vitamin C, retinol, alpha hydroxy acids. And, uh, and polyelectrolytes
0: So can you use your um, the AHA uh, product both morning and night or do you recommend doing that?
1: You know how do you answer that question? It depends on your skin. Yeah. The rest period has to be leveraged because the tissue grows during the rest period. The tissue does not grow when it's being stimulated. Yep. Collagen is not just being secreted when it's, the cells are being stimulated. They're a response to the stimulation. So you want to leverage the response. You want to extend the response as long as possible, but you don't want to under-stimulate either. So there's a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And you can tell where that sweet spot is by the look of the skin. And you want to start to develop some acuity. You want to develop some perceptual acuity as to what your skin is doing, how it's responding, what's good for your skin, what's not good for your skin, both inside and out. We want to start to pay attention, and that's what I was saying earlier: how people, you know, how we're conditioned just to rub stuff on the skin and not think about it. We want to start paying attention to how we're interacting with the skin and how the skin is responding uh, to uh, what we're what we're doing to interact with the skin. We want to become savvy, develop a a certain sense of, of perception about what's happening on your skin. So, for most people, stimulating with with I wouldn't stimulate twice a day, but some people can. African American male skin is so amazingly powerful. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, little old lady Asian skin, not so much. So you got to kind of play with. You got to work with your patient. You got to work with how they're responding. I wouldn't. I would say a good stimulating program should start off like four times, three four times a week, depending on how stimulating it is. Mm-hmm. Two two to four times a week, we'll say.
0: And in your opinion, does should you use it morning or night? Do you think the AHAs make you sun sensitive? Um, no, not it
1: shouldn't. Yeah. It should make it do If you have anything that is aggressive and you're gonna be sensitized, it's a good idea to do at night because you'll give yourself eight hours or seven hours to to let mm-hmm. it heal and let it calm down. And you and you heal at night anyway while you're sleeping. So if there's something that you're doing that's super aggressive, you wanna do it at night. But if it's just getting rid of a little bit of the stratum corneum, the dead cells on the stratum corneum, mm-hmm. that's not that's not gonna make a difference.
0: Yeah. And so um we were talking about like your vitamin C and then your retinol. So like in a skincare routine, so Say someone uses a cleanser. They use the AHA, the vitamin C, and then is there anything besides sunscreen that you think that they need to apply in between? Or do no. you think that that's no. going to feed the cells fully?
1: No, love your skin. Less is more. Yeah, you want to if you want to dose if you want to put stuff on your skin all the time, dose with vitamin C frequently. Frequency and pharmacy frequency is always what you're looking for. Divided doses are always best. So. If you, have the, if you have the time or the, you're, you're paying enough attention, do t- uh, truth transherbal C serum four times a day, one drop, two drops. It's not a moisturizer in the sense that you're putting something on the surface of the skin to soften, like I was talking earlier, to soften the skin. It's a dose. I, don't, I always say, I don't say apply my products. I say dose my products. Mm-hmm. We have a dosing spoon. I'm thinking, I'm a pharmacist. I'm thinking pharmacy. I'm thinking medicine. What's the most important part of medicine? The dose. What's the dose? Mm-hmm. So, I think of dosing the skin. I think my product should be dosed. I really think all skincare should be dosed. All effective, true skincare needs to be dosed. If you can rub your product on obliviously, what is that telling you about the product? If you don't have to pay attention to it, would you take your amoxicillin obliviously? No. Would you take your antihypertensive obliviously? Would you? No, of course not. You'd be paying close attention. You'd be looking at the bottle, right? Mm-hmm. You'd be, if Say you had three different kinds of pills, you'd be, or your, your husband or your kid had pills. You'd be looking at the bottle real closely, right? You'd be checking the pill real closely. You'd be making sure everything was just right. You wouldn't take extra, right? Because it's medicine, because it works, because it's doing something. If I said to you here, here's your amoxicillin core. Take whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. Take five, take six, take eight, take it twice a day, once a day. What would you think? you say, what is this, cotton candy you're selling me? <laughs> yeah. You know, what is it? Skittles? How can I take it out as much as I want? But you can use your skincare products as much as you want. So what is that telling us?
0: It's not very active.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's what, obviously why your products are so different is they are concentrated. And I'm you know, a pharmacist.
1: I'm a healthcare professional. I'm not a beauty
0: guy. Exactly. I'm not, I,
1: don't, I don't know anything about beauty. I know about health. I'm changing health here. My message, which is a tough message for some, not for everybody, but my message is health is beauty. Beauty is the cart. You want to put the horse in front of the cart. The horse is the health. The horse pulls the cart, not the other way around. The beauty we have beauty preceding health. I'm mm-hmm. saying it's about health. And that's another thing. We think that that using skincare is vanity. It's not vanity. It's treating your skin with respect the respect it deserves as a fully fledged organ. It's not a junior organ. You know, it's not an organ that we want to be embarrassed of or ashamed of and stick in the basement and not pay attention to. We want to love it and respect it and honor it as much as we do any other organ in the body. And that's what I'm an advocate for the skin. That's what I am. I'm an advocate for the skin and I'm an advocate for your skin. And that's how I look at myself.
0: No, I mean that's that's what I try to you know, sometimes it's hard to explain it to, you know, our customers and I'm trying to explain how to use it. I'm like, they're concentrated products, you know, you need to dilute them down. Um, you know, then of course I'm like the one of the best parts about the line is you're only paying for the active ingredients. You're not paying yes. for water. You're not yes. paying for all of the filler stuff. So you have to dilute it down yourself. If you just put it on and you don't dilute it. But people are like you said, they're used to slathering. Yes. And it's definitely a learning curve for some. It's a learning curve, but you know what? You
1: didn't take you that long, Courtney. How long did it take you? It didn't take you that long, but you know what? Here's the thing, Courtney. I don't want to, you know, I love my patients. I love everybody. I'm not talking down anybody, but there are some people who are more sophisticated and savvy than others, but right now, and they can appreciate my message, but right now, they have to buy the same products that other people have to buy. Mm -hmm. I wanted to create a product for a demographic group of people who are sophisticated and savvy enough to understand this idea that you take care of the health which means you take care of the cell and then beauty will follow. That's a sophisticated idea. It's not rocket science. It's not calculus. It's not nuclear physics, but it's a little bit of a sophisticated message. And if you get that message now, if I'm not on planet Earth doing this and you get that message, you're stuck. You have to buy the same products everybody else has to buy. So I'm creating a product for a sophisticated and savvy clientele, demographic group that understands the importance, the relevance of what I just said when it comes to taking care of the skin, that it's about the cell. And it's about the health and then the beauty will follow.
0: Yeah. And I love that. Um, I was going to ask you too. One thing I thought was interesting with all of my guests so far is that they all had like an original line that they sold or all of them (laughs) sold, I think. (laughs) And then they opened their, you know, created their second line, which seems to be, you know, their true passion and everything. Why do you think that is? I'll
1: tell you why that is. Because it's like marriage. Is this your first marriage, Courtney?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's it you, tra- another question. It takes it might
1: you you, you got to get one. You got to kind of, you got to work things out a little. bit. And that's what happened with me. I can't speak with anybody else, but what happened with me is I, I had these great ideas, but I didn't know anything about business. So I kept getting involved with business people who didn't really care about my great idea, you know? <laughs> they're like, pat me on the head and they're like, that's nice, Ben. You know, <laughs> go in your lab and play. And I was like, wait a minute. And so, so this time I said, you know what? I'm not good. I'm gonna do this myself. <laughs> I'm going to be in charge here.
0: You know? well, but like but George Bush funny. said,
1: you know- George Bush said, dictatorship is good if I could be the dictator.
0: <laughs> Random question. Have you Googled yourself yeah. recently?
1: why i'm sure that's not all good just, no no sure.
0: it's, it's not bad at all I just, I just thought it was very funny the what? last night when i was prepping for this i just googled ben fuchs yeah. and you want to know what the second thing that came up was no. ben what? fuchs wife
1: it said what
0: like it says Charles wife
1: <laughs> like marriage
0: no it says ben fuchs wife yes like w-i-f-e and what i was did like it say? I,
1: who was i married to
0: I I don't know I couldn't figure it out. No, Ben
1: Fuchs is a common name though.
0: Well, when I clicked (laughs) on it, it came up with a bunch of pictures of you and women. (laughs) 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 But I think that was my younger days probably. If you're married, who your wife? No, I'm not
1: married. That I'm not definitely not married. But I was married one time though. That's what I say. Oh. who I was think married. There's
0: a lot of women out there wondering if you're on the market.
1: Oh, is that fact, Courtney? All right. Can you fix I, me I up? Yes.
0: I thought that was so interesting. I was like, oh wow, who's his wife? I thought that's it was gonna hysterical. be someone famous or something. I was like, I didn't know no,
1: that. No, 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 no.
0: But it didn't seem to be a clear answer there. So but
1: there's I'm not married, but I think that's hysterical. But I did I did um uh, Google myself or Facebook myself or Facebook Ben Fuchs once, and uh, it was uh, there was so many Ben Fuchs it was, I stopped looking because it was page after page after page after page. I just stopped. But Ben Fuchs is a is a really really it's a pretty common name around the world. Fuchs is like Smith in Germany.
0: Oh, is so, that so why you go like, by Ben Night Fuchs now?
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly why is I couldn't trademark my name. I had to trade. Oh. I had to use my whole middle. I had to use my middle name.
0: Oh, so
1: I'm not Ben. I had I I can't say Ben Fuchs because that's trademarked. Oh wow! So I have to say Ben Knight. I can't even say Ben Knight Fuchs.
0: Oh, I have
1: to. So I'm changing everything to Benjamin Knight. That's exactly right.
0: Yeah, because I I think one of the packaging changes, and I had someone contact me one time. They're like, "Who's Ben Knight?" And I'm like, "I don't know."
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a big mess. It was because this comp- this German company that makes lubricants. They also hold a patent in the skincare category for Fuchs, Mm. any Fuchs. So I couldn't use Fuchs. That makes sense. So Yeah.
0: All right. Well, good I'm glad we cleared up the wife issue.
1: Thank you, Courtney. I appreciate
0: (laughs) that. So so you've talked a lot about the skincare industry. Do you think that there's anyone comparable at all to or comparable to – to your products, or anyone that you no. think is doing a good job out there? No, that's,
1: no they're doing it this. You know, skincare—the modern skincare business that we know today was developed in the late 19th century. It started with a late. Do you know who? Have you ever heard the story of Helena Rubinstein? Nope. So you know the. Have you heard the makeup line, Helena Rubinstein? No, it's a makeup line. But Helena Rubinstein was a little old Russian, little uh, Russian lady. She came to the United States in the 1860s, and she was broke and she had no money. And she didn't know what to do. And so she had a recipe of her great-grandmother in Russia in the village was making skincare products, just mixing mixing a little wax and oil and blah, blah, blah. And so Helena Rubinstein got the idea to take her grandmother's recipe for skincare and market it to women as a, and sell it as a sign of femininity to create this idea, this mythos of skincare as being a way that women can express their womanhood. Their femininity, and she became. And this was right around the time of women's suffrage and and women's rights, and women starting to make noise about uh, about getting equal rights. But it was a big deal. And so Helena Rubinstein got the idea: I'm going to empower women, and I'm going to use my skincare to empower women. I'm going to use my skincare products to empower women. And so she created this mold, uh, this template for creating a skincare product, which involved water and wax and oil and thickener, basically, and a little bit of emollient here and there, and then a preservative. She created this template. This is how skincare product made. And because this template was so easy to make and it was so cheap, and because we really didn't know any, we didn't really know that the skin was an organ. We didn't know what, it was cellular. We didn't have any idea of what it was. We didn't think that no harm, no foul. It's just a, it's just a thing that, you know, women can do. And, and maybe sometimes men can do, rub stuff on their skin. Big deal. That was 1860, 1870, 1880. It was very successful, obviously. The problem is around the turn of the 20th century, we discovered that, the skin, there were things, actually, it was probably the 1960s, 1950s, 1960s is when it really started get, to get going the study of the skin and what we could do. And over the course of the last half of the 20th century, we started to really understand the skin. But because the model for creating a skincare product was in place and everybody had a piece of their pie the wax manufacturer and the propylene glycol manufacturer and the emulsifier manufacturer and the preservative manufacturer nobody wanted to rock the boat. Nobody wanted to change it. So the skincare products that everybody's making today, Courtney, I don't care what company you're using, are based on the template of Helena Helena Rubinstein's original concoction with uh, a different uh, type of active ingredient, perhaps. But the template is the same. Water, oil, wax, emulsifying agent, and then some kind of tactile agent like a glycol or silicone, and then preservatives and fragrances. That's it. That's the template of a skincare product. What I wanted to do is I wanted to create a a medicine, not a skincare product, but something that would have medicinal effects. And so, what I wanted to do was create a coherent form, a formulation made up of coherently selected ingredients that all were in alignment with my mission. They were all targeted towards one thing, which is going to that cell, hitting that cell, making that cell do something. So I threw the model out and I create products that were 100% active and functional without emulsifying agents without the waxes and the waters and the silicon the vegetable oil and the preserve none of that I took the template that everybody's using everybody with a capital E mm-hmm. and I threw it out and I started from scratch I re-architected and redesigned the skincare formulation so not only was it more not only was it more effective and more medicinal but it was the first disruption in the 150-year-old uh, history of the skincare business, it is the first time it's been disrupted. Nobody's ever done it before, and nobody's doing it still. I'm sure it's going somebody will think about it soon, but for now, nobody is doing it, which is why I can't tell you to go get somebody else's product because nobody's doing it. I'm the only one doing it. If I wasn't doing it, you wouldn't be able to have it, which is unfortunate. So the, because this is completely idiosyncratic, it came out of my head. I birthed it. There's not another line any more than there than there is another one. Like when you birth your child, there's not another child like that. There's not another one that's equivalent. There's not another one that you're going to get those benefits from. And there's not another person who's doing this. Because again, I'm a healthcare professional. I'm not a beauty professional. I don't know anything about beauty. I just know about health.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen anything else even similar to it. I mean. Exactly. And that's why. Exactly. You know, sometimes it's an education piece, you know, with the consumer as well to try to, you know, make sure they don't slather in it and, you know, everything else that they're used to doing. But I have to say, once people go on you, your products, especially the vitamin C serums, the retinols and stuff, I mean, I haven't seen them ever switch back to anything else.
1: So that's why I always leave it. Where else know? are you going to get 80% vitamin C with only five ingredients? No.
0: Oh, why would you use anything except for an eighty percent vitamin C? And that's
1: uh, you're preaching. You're, you're <laughs> singing my song there, Courtney <laughs> that's Broder. I tell them I'm that's, like,
0: it's got a little bit of learning curve up front, but once you get it down, you'll never use anything else. Yeah. and they're like, yeah, change okay. is good. Yeah, exactly. And you Uh, know what
1: else, Courtney? uh You know how big the skincare business is? Obviously, you know how big the business is. It's like a billion dollar business and there's thousands of companies. Why is it a billion dollar business with thousands of companies and and thousands of, 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 and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of products? Because nobody's satisfied. Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking for something else. Everybody's kids that want something better because nobody is getting the satisfaction that they want out of skincare because it's not being done correctly. If you can slather it on without paying attention to it, the, just the implicit the message there, implicit message is it's not doing anything. So if your skincare isn't doing anything and you keep, if you keep doing something and you're getting the, one kind of result, you're never going to get a different result. So if you're not getting what you want out of the skin skincare strategies, you're applying, it's time to do something different or yeah. something different.
0: No, I, I completely agree. Um, I had some quick questions about, just a couple of the products that I get from a lot of customers. Okay. Um, what the VitaMask, can you tell us a little bit about- The
1: VitaMask is a delivery system for vitamins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, I'm all about vitamins and signaling molecules. The VitaMask is a way of getting the vitamins in long-term. So it's a sleep mask. You can use it any way you like, but I formulated it to be a sleep mask. So you get long sustained release of a complex of vitamins, all the vitamins, in a base of squalene. So, it's a softening, moisturizing mask for the stratum corneum, but it's a delivery system for vitamins. If I'm going to do, I like my masks with some exceptions. Sometimes I'll make a mask that's just tactile and just feels good. Uh, but I like my masks, if possible, to deliver nutrients. And that's what the Vitamask does. It's a, a sustained release system for delivery of vitamins.
0: So, how, how do you use that? How long do you recommend keeping always, always
1: damp skin, always damp skin mm-hmm. with a mask. And then showers or a bath is best. Um, uh, so, uh, wet your face, apply the mask, sit in the bath for 15, 20 minutes and then towel it off or sit in the bath and leave it on, like take a bath at night and then leave it on as a sleep mask, which is what I yes. really recommend as a sleep mask.
0: And is that good for all skin types?
1: Yep. Good for all skin types. Okay. All my products are good for all skin types because all skin types are made up of skin cells and all of my products are going for cells. Even if something feels heavy, mm-hmm. lighten it up. Yeah. There's ways to lighten That's it
0: up. Um and then what is in the honey mask that makes it kind of like tingly a little bit?
1: The honey mask, the hyaluronic honey?
0: Uh-huh.
1: The hyaluronic honey mask. The white one?
0: The one the one I have is like in a black pump.
1: Yeah, but it's got a white it's white kind of Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's jelly like a white texture, yeah. Yeah, that's I don't know, are you sure it's not cooling? It has a cooling Maybe. effect. The hyaluronic it's cooling, and I can see why you would say it was tingling, because there's kind of mm-hmm. a, a crossover neurologically. When you feel cool, it feels tingly. Um, that's the hyaluronic acid. Hmm. There's a whole bunch of hyaluronic acid, and hyaluronic acid is a really fascinating ingredient. You don't get biochemical effects with hyaluronic acid. You're not going to affect your hyaluronic acid, right? With hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid. But what you will do is you'll structure and organize water. And that's very interesting because the stratum corneum has a certain degree of moisture to it. And when water and hyaluronic acid are delivered to the stratum corneum, it plasticizes it. The stratum corneum accepts hyaluronic acid gel very readily. And because we have a lot of hyaluronic acid in there, it has, it, as the hyaluronic acid and the water are hitting the stratum corneum, it's, the, the HA is delivering the water, and the water has a kind of cooling effect. And that's mm-hmm. probably what you're feeling. Yeah, def- that probably cool. is it because it's
0: not—it's not like a burning or anything. No, it's, there's,
1: it's not a. Thing. I know what you're saying. Yeah. that's a cooling effect from the water that's being that's cool. pulled in by the HA. It's actually a structure, a complex of HA and water. You know, water's not water's very interesting stuff. Do you ever hear people say that the body's 80% water mm-hmm. or 70% water? Yeah, you heard that. Yeah. Do you ever wonder how that could be that you're like you're like two thirds water or three fourths water, but you're not sloshing all over the floor? Yeah. You know? <laughs> how could that be? Right? Does that even make sense? Well. It turns out it's not ordinary water that we're made up of. We're made up of structured water,
0: uh-huh. structured
1: crystalline magic water. It's not ordinary water. And there are molecules in the body that act to structure the water. Did you ever look at um, – do you ever make chicken soup, homemade chicken soup?
0: Yeah, all the time. So
1: when you make homemade chicken soup, the liquid in the soup when you're done – it has a bounce to it. It's not like regular Mm -hmm. water. It has a bounce to it. It's almost like like a liquid solid almost. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh That's structured water. That's the molecules from the cartilage going into the water, interacting with the water, and creating microscopically, submicroscopically, a structure. And That structure is very conducive for biochemistry, for electrical chemistry, for overall health. The structuring is very, very important. As we lose, we lose that structuring, by the way. And anything we could do to give ourselves that structuring is going important uh, is going to support health and support beauty. And so taking things internally that support that structure are very important. and there's a lot of supplements that you could take internally, a lot of foods you could take internally. Uh, vegetables are incredibly important. Vegetable juices with the fiber are incredibly valuable. Even fruit juices and fruits are incredibly valuable. These all are good sources of structured water. Eating electrolytes can help structured water. Potassium, uh, calcium, sodium, uh, the polyelectrolytes that I just talked about, those have a structuring effect on water. And hyaluronic acid also has a structuring effect on water. So the water that our body is composed of is not just water, it's structured water. And the water in our hyaluronic gel, in all our hyaluronic products, is not just water. Uh, the, the fluid in it is structured water, the, in the mass, structured water.
0: Yeah, that, that's really interesting, actually. I don't think I've ever heard it explained that way.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting. huh? The structure, is, ele- the structure is what allows electrical energy to be conducted from the uh, top of your body to the tip of your toes instantaneously
0: hmm.
1: because the structure conducts electricity at the speed of light. The structure creates a pathway for electrical energy, a superconducting pathway uh, for, the, uh, for the transmission of electrical energy. So it's very important that you have lots of this structured fluid. That's why the body is 80% water. That's why we can communicate internally so well. Our cells and our our internal structures can communicate. Our cells can communicate instantaneously all over the body, largely because of the electromagnetics of structured water. And as we age, that doesn't happen as well. The cell itself, inside the cell, the water in the cytoplasm is structured water.
0: Hmm. That is interesting. Well, Ben, to wrap up, I was going to ask you... um, What's in the future? What do you think there is in the future of skincare? I mean, for as, far skin? as
1: far as skin goes, or as far as just my life goes, new I, products I
0: coming up? Or you, oh, I, new, you know, here's the thing about new, I get asked
1: that all the time. That's great, uh-huh. great question. Um, yeah, I have. I'm in the lab pretty much every day doing something, and so I have a whole bunch of products that I've not that I'm not only working on, but I'm all, they're also completed and done and just ready to be marketed, uh, including uh, two scrubs, a body oil, which is not an oil. Um, and I call it ABC body oil, although there's no oil in it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's alpha hydroxy acids, beta hydroxy acids, and vitamin C. So I call it ABC, you prefer to shower. Um, I've got a sugar scrub, and I've got a sunblock, and I've got alpha hydroxy acid cleanser. I've got a retinol toner and a retinol cleanser. I, mean, I have probably about 12 or 13 new products, but I don't want to get, with my other company, I don't know if you knew my other company, but my mm-hmm. other company, I just went crazy. And I ended up with 120 SKUs. Oh gosh. And it just got to be absurd. And I don't want that to happen. Again. No. So, so while I can formulate, and I love to formulate,
0: it's I'm
1: going to be probably throwing in products like once every couple of years, kind of thing. And the mm-hmm. next one will probably be either the sunblock or a couple of the scrubs.
0: Obviously, as a consumer, I want all the products, but as a retailer, I'm like, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, let's not. Have I'll send you some for yourself. Okay. Yeah, I'll send that's you all some I want. Some. Yeah, I'll send I'm you selfish.
1: some for you. Did I ever send you any sunblock? no okay I'll send you some, some like you'll I'll have to it.
0: send me a bunch of stuff you told me you were going to an eye cream too
1: I have an eye I forgot about that yeah I an <laughs> it's an eye job
0: all right well thank you for coming on Ben we have loved talking to you like always and I hope thank you stay, you so stay much. well stay well and we'll talk soon thank you for tuning in to the beauty formula follow us at the beauty formula podcast on instagram and facebook don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform And tune in next week for more insights on influential beauty innovation.